Welcome to another episode of the Caribbean Currency Podcast, where Caribbean culture meets financial literacy. It's your boy Kyle. I'm my co-host, Redman. <laughs> Redman, my co-host. And of course, Sony, behind the ones and twos. You're not going to see her, but you're going to hear her. She's another co-host of the Beautiful the voice. Yeah. Shout out, Sony, and a beautiful voice. Today, right, we have a dope, dope interview with, for us, for you guys today. Our first crucian. Our first, yeah, our first crucian. Hey, first crucian. First crucian. Yeah, yeah man. We got to make a start. You're half crucian. I am half crucian. Yeah. But I ain't full. I, I claim rock. Right. You know what I mean? Okay. I, claim, I, I get pushed out in rock. So I'm right. a rock man. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so we have the co-founder at the gathering spot. With three locations, you have Atlanta, you have DC, you have LA, all right, an advisor and spokesperson of the Blend Collective. None other than my partner, my homeboy, son of the soil, TK Peterson. Give thanks, give thanks. Blessing the deal here. Don't know. I really yeah. appreciate you, you know, reciprocating the, the 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 extension of coming out and just you know, granting us your time, man. Yeah. I know he's a busy man. Very hey. busy, man. <laughs> you being here really means a lot, man. Right. Yeah, man. It's, yeah, it's man. a blessing, you know, time, like you say, the ultimate currency. Yes, sir. And, you know, the man has blessed me with his time and support over the years, so definitely. I feel like it's only right to reciprocate. Definitely, right. definitely, right. definitely. Love alone. So, we're going to get into it, man. Um, just tell us a little bit about you, okay. the, the upbringing, where you're born and raised, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? The journey of... Where it started for TK and, and where is that today? Just give me a little bit of yeah, oversight. Of so, yeah, I'm from, I from St. Croix, so born and raised on the island of St. Croix. Yeah, proud of that. East or um, West? I is a Eastman. Okay. I is a Eastman. Okay. Yeah, my whole family from Gallowsbury originally. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then um, I, I went high school West. Okay. So I graduated from St. Joseph. So I spent okay. a lot of time down West. Oh, God. And then um, a lot of a lot of my friends then was is West people too. So I used right. to spend a lot of time West. Okay. She's a traitor. Times. Oh, I don't uh, know, Trader. You know, it's one one big island. One big island. One big island. But it's funny. Like, I did grow up in in our family. Right. Um. You know the East West rivalry. Right. The good, good nature spirit of it is yeah, something yeah, yeah. that you know my grandmother and I are real into that. You know, yeah, it's right. East East all day. Um. And the same thing with Saint Croix versus Saint Thomas yeah, type right. of stuff. Facts. Um. But as you know, the journey went on later. Who's you know, the verses with what island? <laughs> St. John just by itself. Sir, man. They don't yeah, get like a, like a... I know, but I don't pick on them. Okay, it's just because it's I love them and Switzerland. You know, everybody right. is <laughs> yes. a good, it's a good yeah, space to be. It's a good space to be, right. You know, it's a national park, you know. It's yeah, essentially 75 percentage. So, you that's know, who, who could be vexed with our, with our park? With our park, And some right. nice beaches. Yeah, and exactly. and it'll, it'll give us, you know, some of the best press that the whole of the world runs to get because you can always be like, you know, we got the best beaches in the world. And it's like, three of them down St. John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Facts. I don't know about three of them in St. John. I tell you, with the rankings, they said it would be like Trunk Bay and then Hacks Nest. And then okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But we got Shout Out Megan's name. Shout right? Out Megan's Cookie Point. Mm -hmm. You know exactly. what I mean? Platform, the man. That's the baddest <laughs> beach and rock. That's Ooh. the platform. We know what that is. Yeah. Even Never heard exactly. about that. <laughs> hey, fuck it. <laughs> 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 new beach. Like, you new beach, know, yeah. Where's the nude beach? He talking about the dock. He talking about the dock. That's a platform, right? The dock. The dock, yeah. I'm going to jump off the dock. Right. But yeah, oh. man, I um I grew up on St. Croix with my my mother and my grandmother. That's mm -hmm. essentially who who raised me. Backbone. Yeah, man. So um, but I grew up uh, first. We are living in Caravillas, me and my mother. 
Mm-hmm. And then um, she ended up getting a, a, a better job. And then we ended up getting a house um, out um, welcome site in, okay. in St. Croix. And I was fortunate that, you know, St. Croix had a, had a good education system for all the schools I went to, felt right. like I learned a lot. Yeah. Um, and that was the thing in our household with my mother and my grandmother is like, the only thing you got to do, let's use the time, it's like your only job is just do good at school. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I don't make sure you get food. I don't make sure you get clothes. Just do that. Yeah, That's right. your thing to do. Yeah. And um, so I was I was also fortunate that when I was in like preschool and, and stuff like that, I, I uh, you know, I was pretty good at standardized tests and reading already. So, right. um, you know, it's like an all the positive feedback loop because like I was good at school and was getting A's and pluses and stuff like that made me want to be good at school. Right, right. And then so it's like that became my thing. I was like, OK, I, got, I was going to make sure I'm good at school. Right, so, right, right. So. After St. Croix College, mm-hmm. I know because you, you know you go to school and that yeah. was your thing. So you definitely went to college. Where you went to college? I went to Georgetown. Okay, okay, you went to the big, okay, the see the capital. Mm-hmm. How that was? How that shaped you? Man, you know Georgetown changed my whole life, man. It mm-hmm. was, it was, you know. So I was, I was made in St. Croix, raised in the Virginians, and that's that's the core of who I am. And then I would say that I was like refined at Georgetown because that's your first time, my first time. I speak for myself as an adult. Separate from my family, um, and the culture, taking care of myself, yeah. and then yes, yeah, a different, a different culture. But even then, you know, I because I've I've been someone that has I was spent a good bit of time by myself as the oldest in my in my family, so like mm-hmm. I had a bunch of years by myself, and then um, so I know that I need some island stuff around me. Like I'm right. an island dude, I like island stuff, so that's part of the reason I picked DC because I knew it had a big island community. Community, okay, yeah, definitely. So yeah, saying that to say that even though like, you know, like in the States, I still doing island stuff all yeah. the time. And it's right. like, my my roommate in college for most of college is a, is a rock man. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, okay. my partner Jamil. And okay. honestly, like that's part of what changed my life because like before I was a real like, eh, St. Thomas, why are you going to St. Thomas? Bro? Right. You know, wow. like, we forgive you, bro. We, we do, because I don't know. <laughs> we well, we, 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 we don't sing. We went what cruise we to end up in the bush. In the right? bush. Sting and netto. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So and that's what it was. It was like, these man talking about our place. I don't want to go to that man place. It's like, I don't <laughs> go over there to do what. Right. And then, like, man, they get better beach and better what. And I was like, say, something's saying get better, you know, get into that whole and then thing. I jump and have the dock. But then right. it's like, you're there in the bub. Right. Uh-huh. You're there, you there in, the, in the bub, and it's like, the only person that from the VA is a rock, rock man. man. Like, yeah, that's my dad. Yeah, man. Man. yeah <laughs> man. One time. That's when you realize, yeah. like, it, it, like, that's what it was for me when mm-hmm. I joined the military. You know yeah. what I mean? I went away to train. And when I see a, a, a man and he from the VI, he from St. Croix. You from St. Croix? And it's like, we's brothers now. Yeah, and, I, and we tight, 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 mm-hmm. tight. So I, I definitely Because it's, it's proximity, you know, it's an understanding. Where mm-hmm. it's like you have an ability to have a connection point. Yeah. And you have some type of similar perspective on yeah. things. Mm-hmm. So it's like, when I was, when I was a freshman at Jarsang, first couple of days, everybody I meet would be like, yo, um, have you met the other guy from, from where you're from? Mm-hmm. Right. And I was like, so it's like the whole first day. Oh, like maybe the half of the first day we meet, everybody we meet saying that you gotta meet the next person. So we end up things like on Facebook, we are connecting. It was like, right. yo, we'll meet by the student center. Mm-hmm. And then we are click, we are just, it was like, oh, this is my cool bad man. Mm-hmm. Right. And then um, a, heap, a heap of his partners from, from Rock was going to school in DC too. I like Howard and American yeah. and George mm-hmm. Washington. So I went from not knowing nobody on St. Thomas to like all of my closest partner, them in DC, is our St. Thomas people. Yeah. 
So I'm going to tell you something, right? My life get better when I start meeting Crucians and befriending Crucians. Mm -hmm. Like, I, we were the same with Inverted. Mm -hmm. Like, I just know Rackman. Yeah. I hear about some Crucians. We were like, you went Crucian a couple of times. I went Crucian a mm -hmm. couple of times. Mm -hmm. We have some aunts that live over there and stuff like that. But, like, as I progress in life and I start to connect with Crucians, mm -hmm. car the same used to be the best Crucian is a dead Crucian in Rackman. Yeah. You know what I mean? So when we were growing up yeah. in our project, tech, so yeah, when we started right. to get old and that's how we grew up, yeah, yeah, we grew up and I ain't gonna lie to you, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? It was like that division, yeah. right? And then when we kind of like start to get old and meet people from mm -hmm. St. Croix and befriend them, it's like a life get better. That, yeah. that connection between a cruise man and a rock mm -hmm. man yeah. or a cruise person and a rock person, it walk one nose, you achieve yeah, more together mm -hmm. than separation, yeah. you know what I mean? That's so. like, and I think it's an important <clears throat> lesson in, in exposure because it's like part of the reason you have those those perspectives because like b before I meet Jamila and my partner, they made from, from Rocky in college, I have, I went to St. Thomas maybe three times. Right. Basketball tournament in high school, um, the recruiting session, actually that's a, that's an interesting story. It was like the recruiting session, recruiting session, where I first got interest in Georgetown, what happened in St. Thomas. Mm -hmm. So the elite universities, a group of the elite universities from the States, they recruit all of what they call the outer regions together. So that's right. like Puerto Rico, the, the territories, and yeah. then like other, other um, right. international places. So even though we're American, they're passed with the international recruiting mm -hmm. cycle. Right. So because I tested in the top whatever percent um, for PSATs, my year in school, I got invited to go to Antilles mm. um, High School in St. Thomas for like a one night recruiting session yeah. um, where informational session really, um, where, you know, like Harvard, Georgetown, Stanford, and two other wicked schools was there. Mm -hmm. And in that presentation, I was like, I still remember sitting down in the auditorium and seeing the, the Georgetown person start and the first slide was showing a shot from across the Potomac River with a um, university up on the hilltop with like fag coming up. I was like, oh, please look wicked, man. Mm -hmm. And then I remember thinking like from um, growing up playing college basketball games with my uncle and stuff like Georgetown was a school that mm -hmm. man used to root for. So I was right. like, okay, I remember the name. And it, it was a Patrick bad Patrick Ewing went to Georgetown. Yeah. Yep. And he's an island man. So mm -hmm. a lot of us kind of used to, you know, if we're not Georgetown fan, we were root for Georgetown. Mm -hmm. Car Patrick went to Georgetown, mm -hmm. and it, and it was there was known as a, a black team because right. you had um, uh, Big coach. John as the coach yeah, and yeah, like right. and all our blackness. And then in my family, we's like that too. It's like it's, I, I always been we proud to be black. We happy mm -hmm. that we black. We happy to represent our our culture. So if anything that had a heap of black people, we f we pulling for that. Yeah. So um, end up end up going to Georgetown and then having that exposure, you know. That first first Christmas break from that, I went to St. Thomas and I, I was supposed to be there for like two nights and I was saying like four or five nights at Jamil House because it was mass. I my yeah. partner them there. Yeah. And man taking me all these different places yeah, I ain't yeah. been before. Yeah, right. And I was like, this place back, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, gotta, I gotta come back. Yeah, I gotta yeah, come yeah. back. That's how I, that's how I feel when I went cruise um yeah before last. Mm -hmm. Like like I said, I went one a youth, but it's different right. than when you go and you're grown. Mm -hmm. And I was like, man, over here so tranquil and like yeah. I just vibes, man. I love cruise. You track, I just don't tell nobody I did, you know. <laughs> right. Right. And I just sneak in and just in, try to enjoy it mm -hmm. and rock so concrete right. and root and and uh cruise so like grassy and mm -hmm. cultural and rainforest and yeah. you know, more nature. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it was it was a blessing to connect like that. Eh? Yeah. It's so funny that we're so close but so far apart mm -hmm. 
until we get to connect with each yeah. other. You know what I mean? And social then, media helped too. It did, the social media definitely yeah. helped the, the experience of being out, out of the VI mm -hmm. and being someplace else. Because what happens is that even when we talk about we start and St. Croix, you could be East versus West. Mm -hmm. When you're not on St. Croix, it's just St. Croix. Exactly. When you're out of the VI and St. Croix, same time, it's just VI. It's just VI. And then, like, once we stop authorizing each other, then it'll change. And then you got to ask yourself, you know, these things don't happen by accident. Mm -hmm. And right. if you if you know our history, it's systemically, globally. Like, it don't make no sense. Um, I'm going to do look jam and, and St. Croix. Right. I know enough, man. It was so hard for them to go back to St. Thomas right. from St. Croix Carnival because they get like four flights a day. Yeah. And and they get one boat a day. Yeah. And it's like, why, how why? is it so difficult? Yeah. Right. Like, That's we right. get money for our type of thing, but like, not inter-island traveling, traveling exactly. for commerce and stuff. For commerce, make, right. Like, of course, we're going to have difficulty having a strong friendly relationship with the other island mm -hmm. when we can't I went it. I went to Miami more times growing up on St. Croix than I went to St. Right. Thomas. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And I sure a lot of man could say the no, same, same thing. Yeah. Same, same, same. I had never been to St. John till I went till I meet Jamil and that man and I was staying in Rock and I was like, are we going to St. John? I was yeah. like, man, just go St. John. Exactly. Yeah. He's like, yeah, we're going to the badge, we're taking our car them over, we're going to take this. Like, what? I was like, yeah. I said, like, man, you can, you can put a, you can put your car on the boat. Yeah, <laughs> I might be, I might be making a lot of narrow, man. <laughs> right. No, but that's true too because um, if it, I, I sometimes that I feel like I don't want to go St. Croix for the day and come back over. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can't do you that. Know, like, the truth is, you live wherever you live. You is, you could go from Atlanta to Alpharetta. Spend a day and come back, ain't no issue. But now, if you imagine you needed to get on a boat, and if you don't get on a boat back by yeah. six o'clock, yeah. then you gotta so, stay up there. Yeah. You know, that's too much, man. That's too much. Yeah. Yeah. That makes it easy for that, that device. Yeah. yeah. It makes it super easy. And then the generation before us, like, if we're struggling now, imagine mm -hmm. what they went through. Yeah. Right. And a lot of the sayings that we grew up hearing, mm -hmm. like, come from the older generation. Come from yeah, them, man, man. Because mm -hmm. they, they didn't have that interaction yeah, with the other I just, I like, everyone, I used to tell Jamie, say, like, that. Rockman is Steve, you know. <laughs> Telling you, <laughs> just like boy, just like what, what the fuck behind that statement? <laughs> Meaning not. That's why I grew up here. I'm gonna take see? everything from we. Yeah, everything, man. everything that's supposed to be ours. I'm gonna take from we. Yeah. I think too, especially <laughs> like with that Funkton Valley Five situation, mm -hmm. and not being able to traverse so much. You gotta listen to the media. Mm -hmm. yeah. A lot of our older heads are probably just listening to what yeah. the media saying yeah. mm -hmm. about la beat them. But for me, what different? You know what I mean? Like my family were more militant. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. I never get that impression from mm -hmm. like, them like a negative like thing. They were more like a, they were more like a freedom fighter mm -hmm. thing. You know what I mean? My mother said you're gonna get a terrorist mm -hmm. talk. She militant. Right. You know what I mean? My 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 side of the family, my uncle them, mm -hmm. my aunt them were more cultural and militant. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? But I could see how them older heads will reject St. Croix mm -hmm. based off of the propaganda after yeah. that incident mm -hmm. that make the VI look mm -hmm. bad to say like. The best crucial is that they're crucial. Right. You know, I mean? you have to come from something. Mm -hmm. Come from the people. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But the, like the hyper tribalism is 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 just a part of our culture. Just to speak and say, cry real quick. Like again, man, there's like I is a name your part of island man, mm -hmm. and that's it. That's, that's it. it. Yeah. I don't I don't go over there. And it's like it's 84 square miles, you mm -hmm. know, far. Mm -hmm. Right. Like going over there is seven minutes away. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And and I don't think about how much stuff we do we don't give up. We just concede. It's mm -hmm. like I don't go to that side of the island. Right. Why wouldn't you? You don't go to you don't go to the neighboring island, mm -hmm. and you think that's a flex. Exactly. 
Right. And it's like you you forsaking all of your own history and culture mm-hmm. that you that is your bought right to claim and, and mm-hmm. them places. Mm-hmm. Right. Just because we weren't going wrong the field and now we're like two minutes away. Two minutes away. Yeah. And and, and we fighting for <laughs> projects that ain't been ours. Yes. Right. We can't buy them. They yeah. belong to we. It get man to this day that's that that bleeding for a project, spilling blood on this project. Mm-hmm. And when you're dead, you can't pass that to your son. You yeah, can't pass that to your family. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So like w- what we're doing on this conversation mm-hmm. we're having is important because these men need to hear it. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, dog. Listen, I I grew up in the ghettos. Mm-hmm. Ghetto man and Savan man didn't get around. Right. You right. check? Savan is like he say, four or five minutes down mm-hmm. the road. Right. You check? You yeah. know what's so funny about that too? Before they were the ghettos, everybody that were living in ghettos now, like already, like mm-hmm. when they get built, were living in Savan. Mm-hmm. And then when they build the project, they move mm-hmm. from Savan into the projects, mm-hmm. which were mostly people from like Tatola. Okay. Because back then, Tatola people were like immigrants. Okay. You know what I mean? Now they ain't because mm-hmm. there's so much of us and they, mm-hmm. you know, we <clears throat> interbreed and stuff like that. Right, they, right. Then the immigrants became people from Antigua, St. Right. Kitts, Nevis. They move into Savannah. Mm-hmm. So my generation looking at Savannah, people like this Dong Island people. people. So when father grew up in Savannah, they got a street name after him in Savannah because uh-huh. like, it wasn't that what it with our person garden is mm-hmm. now that were considered country, you know. Wow. Yeah, like to go right there yeah. to a country. Okay. No, that ain't even country no more. That's mm-hmm. Carl Tong. Mm-hmm. You gotta go over the hill to mm-hmm. go to country. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So speaking of the tribalism, it's so funny that you so in depth with that, right? You got a thing called a gathering spot. Yes, so you went from a com a community and a culture with a separate us mm-hmm. from tribalism and you created a gathering mm-hmm. spot that I bring everybody together. Mm-hmm. Like how how that idea that idea start at Howard mm-hmm. or it, when did it begin? No, I think it like I think it started on St. Croix, started in the family. Because mm-hmm. even with all the hyper tribalism and different things, I think uh, from my own experience, I'd always see that when it was important, like it was always one big link. It was always yeah. everybody would come together. Mm-hmm. And and the good parts of our island, because it's so small and like I'd always say, like, I, I can't starve on St. Croix, you know. Yeah. Even if I had trained, like, if I ain't get no food at, at my mother's house, I got an aunt, I got a cousin, I get my my neighbor, my partner, them parents would feed me and all, mm. like, you know, right. having that, that, that big net. Mm. Right. I used to tell man, like, I feel like it was impossible to fail in life for real because, like, all I would need to do would be able to make it back to St. Croix and I could bounce back eventually. Right. Yeah. Right. So, so, so right. The, the journey from Georgetown. Mm-hmm. Right to the gathering spot. So I had a crazy. Well, first of all, yeah. you stumbled across your co-founder of gathering spot. Yeah, that's your homie, right? Yeah, man. Ryan so Wilson. tell us, like, when I meet him, mm-hmm. the crazy idea to like, yo, let's put this thing together. Let's do this here. Yeah, and let's. How you guys went about making this thing happen? I get you. So um, I met Ryan my freshman year of of college, the first day um mm-hmm. that we moved into the dorms, and you see things was a little different for me than most freshmen because. Um, since I was a quote-unquote first-generation college student, Georgetown mm. had put me into this pre-freshman orientation program mm. where I went to Georgetown for the summer before freshman year started. So I took a like six weeks um, or eight weeks long intensive writing class and a, um, elective class because it's really intended for people that are like, yeah, you probably ain't used to the rigor of a school like this. Right. So like they kind of gave you like a, a, a training camp for it. Right. So um, 
I was comfortable on the school already. Whereas like most freshmen, this day first time seeing it. I done I done spend my summer here. So like mm-hmm. I know man, I get yeah, like yeah. all the other people who was in the program with me, I don't get like 20 partners there. Yeah. But um when I we I moved into the freshman dorm and you know, he's a black man. I, I try and link with all, all the black people I see mm-hmm. and stuff. And um, our floor, so Josh Young is a, um, a what they call it, PWI, private white institution. Mm-hmm. Um, so we didn't have a heap of black people at school. And my freshman floor was considered like a pretty black floor mm-hmm. because we had like seven black people that lived on that floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And <laughs> so like Ryan lived like four <laughs> doors down from me. Right. And so when we like to start that first day, like everyone comes into the hallway and like you do like your intros or whatever. Right. Like I'm TK from St. Croix in the Virgin Islands. Fun fact is like, you know, I can swim really good or something. <laughs> and um, so like everyone did their thing and he did his. Um, but actually, even before that, you know, everyone's moving in. We see we all the black dudes see each other. And we ended up going into our one homie's dorm room because he had um his Xbox setup, right, or PlayStation one or two, and Catch was just playing rap music and and you know playing Madden, and right. Ryan was in there. We ended up like debating hip hop because right. like that's just what niggas end up doing when they're in the in the, in the <laughs> same place. Arguing, yeah. arguing about music. <laughs> yeah. Let me see where you stand right now. Yeah. Tribalism again, and who you like? Yeah. So um, it was one of the things where it's like. We disagreed, but it was like a, it was like a fun conversation yeah, still. Yeah. So it was like, are you trying to get some food, dog? Like, I yeah. bet. And like, you know, we lived on the same floor. We kept, you know, hanging out and stuff. We, yeah. we was homies. That's like our friendship was really built off of just like talking about random stuff and going to get food in between classes. Right, mm-hmm. right. So, so you guys developed that friendship, mm-hmm. and then it got to the place where you say, you know what? We should create this 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 thing. This mm-hmm. business, this this movement. This so this is this is how this is how it goes down. So, um, the reason I went to Georgetown was because I wanted to work on Wall Street because right. I was trying to make some money. Yeah. Right. And uh, back then, Georgetown was the number three school that placing people on on Wall Street, but I could not get on Wall Street for nothing. Mm-hmm. So right. I ended up getting a a, um, a finance job in D.C. and then Ryan went to law school, and then after his freshman not freshman first year um of of law school one L year. He came up with the precursor concept for what became the gathering spot, okay. and he because he had always been doing like like social justice, community service type um, work throughout like high school and college, or whatever. It was like a real natural extension of the the work he was doing because what happened was the um, George Zimmerman was acquitted of the murder of of Trayvon right. Martin, right? And Ryan was like one of the people who like led like you know. Um, like walks and different things right. in DC, right. and like so when when he got quitted, like um, the group, the the other activists and stuff that he worked with and uh, communities we worked with were like, yo, what should we do? And he like his response to them ended up being like, yo, I feel like we gotta like create a space where like a group of us can come together, like people from like who are like in the community and yeah. activists work like us, along with people who do like business and like right. all these different uh, facets in one place, because like. He was like, I don't have the answer, but I figure if we all come together and work on the answer together, we can we can come up with it. And then so he had hit he emailed them first, and then like later that day, the next day, he like edited like revised that email and sent it to me. It's like, yo, I got this idea. What you think? And it was because like um, I was you know I study finance and accounting, and he was like, I got an idea for a thing. Was like 
you know, can you like help with like making a model and stuff? So I was like, that was my homie. So I'm like, let's do it. Yeah, right. That's simple. That's dope. Yeah. That's simple. So then you guys came up with this whole model. You mm -hmm. came up with this plan. Y'all had the money to pull this thing off? Um, nah, nah. That's not. It would have been nice if it was just there already. <laughs> just two but, college kids. Yeah. With a so dope idea. So and no money. We had. We had. He was in college. He was in law school, and mm -hmm. then I was working. And but like you know, we figured the idea would be like. We uh, the first budget we have for the gathering spot is like okay, and be like a million dollars, and you know we went around to um like I first like went to some of my finance professors. And I was like yo like you know how do I go about you know getting getting this money like do you know investors? And then we're fortunate that Ryan's dad is a successful entrepreneur, yeah. right? And so he was like yo guys like what y'all gotta do is you know create a, a pitch a pitch deck and then like. I can introduce it to like one or two people I know, and then y'all got to like you know yeah. take, take it from there. And so he he had like introduces a couple of people that he knew that worked at like some banks and stuff. And then I talked, and like we we like through our like college travels, like we had met yeah. like finance people and different professors who knew people. Yeah. And then so we just like reached out to them, and we were like, "Yo, can we like pitch you this idea?" And for the most part, people said no, like, oh, it was a cool idea, but like, not for me type of thing. Right. We just asked, like, yo, is there anyone else in your network that's an investor, like anyone else that you think we can, um, you know, present right. this opportunity to? So, you know, we probably started off with like four people and then from those four people and asking them to like give us people to follow up with. Right. We ended up uh, pitching to like 97 people and after the 97th person, that's when we got our first yes. So oh, after man. the 97th, no. No. It take 97 no's before you got your first yes. Yeah. Boy, I would have quit after like the seven. Yeah. Like after seven, I was like, ah, <laughs> No, but that's a, that's, a, that's a good, that's a good lesson, mm -hmm. a story, because you ain't give up, you ain't stop, right? Yeah, I believe in something. Yeah, because it's like, it's not, I didn't, for us, it wasn't even really considering like, oh, like that was a fail. It was just like, we just got to keep going. Nah, like eventually we like, eventually someone's going to get it. Because it didn't feel like, because they said no, that like we failed the, something. Like they were bad. It yeah. was just like, Okay, that per that wasn't a person for it. That, yeah. It didn't get yeah. to that person because, right. mm -hmm. like, I really believe we really believe that like it was yeah. a worthwhile concept. So it was like, okay, maybe I'm not articulating it the proper way. Yeah. Maybe it hasn't found the right person. Mm -hmm. Right. So it, it, and then uh, after a certain point, you know, in the beginning, I was like, damn, okay, that person. Didn't do it. But then it became more like, all right, they probably gonna say no, but like, what can we improve on this time? So mm -hmm. when it was like, right, I'm a pass. It was like, okay, like you got like three people I could talk to though, mm -hmm. and. Yeah. So you get like, I'm more expecting you, it's, it's more likely for you to say no. this is not for you yeah. than for you to say yes. Yeah. Right. So I'm just like refining different parts of the pitches and trying yeah. to trying to get to certain things. And then um, what I've found is that when you are locked in on the destination, but flexible on the path, right. then you can like, you almost always going to get there. Yeah. yeah. Tell them, yeah. tell them, right? Like yeah. That. Tell them that one, one more time. Yeah. When you uh, locked in on the, what? Yeah. I said like, when you are locked in on the destination, but flexible on the path, as long as you stay on it, you're going to get there. Mm -hmm. Like, um, I think my grandma used to say is like, like, you know, my cousin, my cousin ran to me this time. He was like, yo, it's impossible to till the soil and not reap fruit. He was like, it's literally right. impossible. He was right. like, if you, if you tend to, a farm every day yeah. for years. He was like, you might, you it might not come when in the time you thought. Yeah. Right. But What's if you come? if you spend that time do, you have to reap something. Yeah. Right. You have to have reap to. something. Right. And like for me and Ryan, our whole thing was just like every day was just like make a little progress. Mm -hmm. If right. we make a step every day, we'll eventually get 
to the to the destination we want to with the business, which was for it to be created. Mm-hmm. And we we always used to pray and ask. We just want an opportunity. That's all right. it was. It was like, yo, if I pitch Kyle and he said it wasn't, I was just like, yo, I appreciate you allowing me the opportunity to pitch you for investment because you could have just said no. And those people, like the ninety-seven people, said no. There was a bunch more people who just like wouldn't even give us a meeting. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, at least heard y'all out. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so what is the gathering spot like? Like, yeah. Break that down for like, you know, our, yeah, yeah. Our, it's a good question. Views. So um, the Gathering Spot is a private network that was started in Atlanta, Georgia, and we have three flagship locations mm-hmm. in Atlanta, D.C., and Los Angeles. And then physically what we offer is there's private event space, private restaurant and bar, and private workspace. But what the what so, the Gathering Spot is, is a, is a, is a, a community that's rooted in, um, it's a, it's a, private membership club that's rooted in community and culture. Mm. So we service the black community. That is our target. That is what we platform. That is what we promote. Mm. And, um, you know, it's all about serving us. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I, I, I've been to a couple events at the gathering spot. Mm-hmm. Like I told you before, I think I shoot one. I might, well, I forget what it, man, I'm going, I'm going to feel so bad for getting this photographer name. He's your boy too, man. He's from Cruz as Chad. well. No, he's a he's a he's a videographer. Exactly, man. About, my cousin Lorenzi. Lorenzi, yep. you know what I mean? Right, yeah. yeah. Like he shoot my first part, yep. like my interview with um mm-hmm. Timu. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he was like, "Yeah, we should go," you know, by by TK gathering spot. I was like, "TK, you're like, yeah, TK, I like from Cruzy, like yeah." And I know, like at that time, it like I blew my mind. Like, wait, he mm, got a spot, like, or he just like no people at the gathering yeah, spot, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. he the walk me, like no, 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 like he's the co-founder, like I was like. And it, it, in my mind, I was like, man, how how we come from such a small place mm-hmm. and I have these impactful people that I leave an imprint on the wall from sports to culture yeah. to, you know what I mean? So that was, that was, that's when I became, other than just knowing who he was, like a fan. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, you no, know, I was a fan of this dude. Like, like if I and, see Michael, just how I feel when I see TK, yeah, right? Yeah. The accomplishment, the drive, mm-hmm. like all these different things. I was like, no, I'm a fan of this cat, man. Right. And he ain't like he's 10, 20 years yeah, old. Right. Like, yeah, you know right. what I mean? But I'm like a fan. Like, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You inspire so much other yeah, people nice. to be like, yo, like, like we could make moves. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we really could make moves out here. Ain't nothing really stopping us yeah, from man. making moves by ourselves. You know what I mean? So I proud. I, was, I always proud mm-hmm. when I pull up. Or I pass it mm-hmm. and I see kind of doing some construction yeah. in the area they know, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? But I'd see it and I'd be like, Yeah, that's us. Definitely. You know what I mean? Shout out to Ryan too, even though you're from the VI. Trust me, people in the VI love you too. Yeah, for your association. By default, bro. You know what I mean? And we're yeah. looking to bring you to, to the VI for the first time this year. Oh hey, man. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, for St. Thomas Carnival? Uh, nah, not for St. Thomas. Oh, yeah, I know that my name is you gotta call Cruz first. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah, man. Because actually, he been to St. Thomas before on a, cru- on a, on a cruise. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. But I tell man, you know, the cruise thing yeah, is that's nice, like, but that's nice. Ain't it? You gain a sampling. You gain a sampling. I'm gonna tell a lot of people when you come to the vote, especially if you're black, like I encounter a lot of like black Americans, and I'd be like, man, I know I had to go to Dubai and I want to go to this different place, but this is your paradise, right? It's black people running this place, black investors. Don't just get out. Don't forget the resort. Rent a car, get Airbnb, and just go. Oh, yeah. Just drive. Just yeah. hang out. Mm-hmm. Nobody ain't going to know 
you ain't from here, yep. I tell you, open your uh-huh. mouth. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And even after you open your mouth, it's Some like, you know, whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Food over here, yeah. weed over here, whatever. Oh, you know what I mean? So <laughs> I feel like a lot of black Americans should be coming to the Virgin Islands f- for their escape yeah. mm-hmm. because it's tailored for you. Mm-hmm. You ain't got no police brutality. I, you're like, you're the good. Holy this is black. The whole part, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not taking away anything from a lot of the white locals who been there forever. Yeah, yeah. But... I speak it to my people. Yeah, you know I, mean, I mean, and and I think, I think even that equivocation is the strength of of white supremacy right there that you even got set up. Right, yeah. right. Like I mean, the, the, the point. The, the Virgin Islands is 80, 80 something percent black people. Right, exactly. Like it's, it's I mean? our black people land. Exactly. Right, it is what Facts. it is. It's, it's not, okay. it's not disrespectful to state exactly. that is is, is majority. It's not the reality of it's it. Our, right, it's our culture. Yeah, exactly. and I think um, that's always something to to understand that like the pride and and respect that you have for yourself and for your for your culture is never. In contrast, is to say you don't have that, right? You know, is is, but it is the truth. It like is this the truth. is this is this is our land, yeah. And I'd have said that same thing to 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 my black friends, um, in the states where it's like, yeah, you know, Tulum, nice, all that stuff, and you travel, you see all type of place. But if a, a frequent destination, a place that you can make your second spot, like that should be the Virgin Islands mm-hmm. because it's still. Governed by U.S. Yes, law exactly. because you you don't need a passport. English, you don't need English. no you don't need no yeah. passport. Is 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 the Should cultural adjacency right. is so similar? Like right. yeah. you know, man, you could play your favorite trap song and the man them know that no, too. Yeah, right. Like um, and I think that that comfort, the the ease in which I sure it was for all of we to come to the states and it's like obviously there's some transition points, but overall it's like yeah, yeah. As a black dude in the states now, right, and right. Then, and. Right, and it was kind of for mm-hmm. me when I first moved to the state. I went, I come in ninth grade, mm-hmm. and oh wow, okay, yeah, I come in ninth grade. That's like nine, high school. Yeah, nine, yeah, nine, ten, and eleven you grade. I do out? in Miami, yeah, and I'm getting kicked out in um, when I come back home. Okay, but um, <clears throat> it was the transition I I had with with Black Americans was they just all of they thought we were from Jamaica. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then trying to explain to them, like, you no, know, as American, but at the same time, mm-hmm. I, I'm from the Caribbean, and there's a place here that I, like, I know how to talk like you, but you don't know how to talk like me. Because I'm watching your TV, but you're not watching my mm-hmm. TV. You know what I mean? All my fights, them, were with black Americans over my accent or, like, some banana boat belief. Oh, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, but the one thing I always keep in my mind was I got to educate them. Mm-hmm. Right, you don't, you, don't know. you're not acting like this because you actually don't like me, you just yeah. don't know, yeah. you know what I mean? So, the, the, the more I wrong you, the more I go educate you. And as I get older, and as we got older, their temperament and their vibes change mm-hmm. from dissing me to envying me, you know what I mean? Right. Like, why are you from the islands? Like, what are you doing here? Like, mm-hmm. I, the older people, right, right, younger right. people are like, oh, you talk funny, blah 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 blah, mm-hmm. but the older people are like, what are you doing here? And I, I be like, you should come. You know what I mean? I always been an ambassador. Yeah, Wherever man. I go, like as a like my place, like come home. You know what I mean? I think that's a testament to our culture, is like we are hospitable people. Right. It'd be funny when people have been like, if you ain't get no good customer service. And it's like, <laughs> dog, like, when the last time you went to somebody house in the Virgin Islands and they had the best right. customer like service. That. Right. You can't you can't go into people's house and not get food mm-hmm. offered to you, mm-hmm. not get a ride, not right. whatever. Right. So it's like don't and but we'd hear that narratives and then we'd repeat it. Yeah. One of my the things I hate to hear the, the most from people from home is when they'd be like, if it is a third world country, yeah. how how could the Virgin Islands ever be a third world country? Right. Like, do you know do you actually know what the definition of that is? Right. 
And it's like, you mean the place where you get running water, where you get cars available, where you get mm -hmm. high-speed internet, mm -hmm. where there's a functioning government, that, mm -hmm. that is a tower country because it gets some potholes? Exactly. Exactly. Right. And I didn't realize the power in the town because yeah. other people are hearing it that ignorant to right. our current And now situation. they're really thinking it's a real terrible place. Exactly. And it's like, yo, like the GDP of the Virgin Islands is over $4 billion. Crazy. Right. There's a hundred thousand people who live in the Virgin Islands. Yeah, it's not even that much anymore. Yeah. 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 It's like I think the diaspora is bigger than the place now. And I think there's so more too. people yeah. who live in the Bab abroad than live in the Virgin Islands. Yeah. I Just think like it's like um, Puerto Ricans and Jamaicans, they get right. more of them in, in the in, States in, than on the than, island. Than on the island, you know what I mean? But, so. you know, that's an interesting point, you know, because it's like, how do you count the diaspora? Because at what point right. are you not a part of the diaspora? You just if in the States. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think as more of us who are still connected and we have the internet and platforms now, we're like, hey, you know, like, I was hard on man who was, who was, who was raised in the BAP. Right, just on some like yeah. the other rising stuff is like yeah. you from home, father. Yeah, you from you from up here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so my daughter, them like you can't tell them they ain't from the Virgin Islands. I like, to hear that. like for real, yeah. for real. You know what I mean? Like I, yeah, the guy from the Virgin Islands. Like and they that mimic. They, they they get American in them too. You know, of like course, in the yeah. central part, like they will mimic how I talk as a joke. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But I know it ain't a joke. It's just happy that they could they could flip associate with the culture. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So. I'd worry about it in the sense of I don't want because I move here mm -hmm. and they're growing here and this going to be their home and what they're mostly familiar with rather than the VI mm -hmm. to, for us to get last generations from now. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I, so I try to bring them home and yeah. circle back and I, I kind of want them get breed from a VI man. Yeah. You know what I mean? That from I swear like in my mind I'd be like because if you don't then I I I I get doctors being a so I swear I ain't even lying to you, bro. It's just a phrasing, but like, right? <laughs> sorry, breed. Okay, yeah, but but marriage is whatever. Uh, you know what I mean? I need I need a bloodline. Yeah, I need a breed is for it's forever. It's yeah. forever. It's you know what I mean? I, that means you got to you definitely got to come back home now. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Now you got roots. I don't live home, so they necessarily don't have to come back home. I have to come back home because my parents live home. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So once they're gone and me home like mm -hmm. that, they don't have any incentive to come back home other than pride. Pride. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Where does mm -hmm. that get last in the mm -hmm. generations going forward? So that'd be like, no, my need. And I, I think and that speaks to an important point for us as a people where it's like, I do think that the future of the Virginians could it could be that it's not a black people land. Mm -hmm. right. That it just becomes some other type of vision than what we have known it to be mm -hmm. for right. hundreds of years now. And that is because there is a migration of us. It's not my net negative migration right. because there is more opportunity for most people in the States and elsewhere than on the islands itself. Right. And if we do not create a proximity mm -hmm. and, a, and a true reason for people to come home, it's the same thing. Like, I don't go home out of time because my mother lived there, my yeah. grandmother lived there, my right. little sister lived there. Right. And, you know, now though, Part of the reason I work with the Blend Collective is because if I create commerce and, and, and resource around something back home, then I have more legitimate reason for going back home regularly. Whereas, like, you know, I'm fortunate that I, I can afford to fly home pretty much whenever I feel like, mm -hmm. but like, I, I don't still have to work. So yeah. if, I, if I ain't 
if I'm not generating some type of income, income. it's like it's only so long I could be home. Yeah. Right. And I but if I if I'm working on something that allows me to cover expenses from creating activity home, now there's more reason to, to go come home. home. Now there's now there's there's access now. Cause if you create the, the what I've identified for a lot of stuff is the thing that you to do for most and I've identified what life has shown is that the thing you to do to make your money is where you to spend most of your, your time right. doing right. as an adult. Right. So if the thing I to do to make money has me in California, then 75% of my time are going to be in mm, California. California. Right. Right. So if I know ultimately I want to spend significant time in mm. the Virgin Islands, then that means yeah, either waiting until I retired and then mm. I don't need to be generating money because mm -hmm. I get to save up already. Or I need to figure out a way that I can be generating some resource in that environment because that that is what that's what going to make sense. Right. And you know what's that's dope. Like your story is such a such an inspiring one for young Virgin Islands kids, especially boys, mm -hmm. to hear, right? Because now you went from Georgetown, you moved to Atlanta, yep. started the gathering spot, yep. right? Well, prior to that, you had the ninety-seven no's. Like people tell you. And that doesn't even include the people that say no to even having a meeting yep. with you. Yep. Right. So it's way more than 97. Mm -hmm. Right. Most people, we quit after this first one, the second yeah, one, the third right. one, and say the same for mm -hmm. me. But you stuck with it. Yeah. You created something really, really big. And then it got to the point where um, I know that Greenwood Bank did some type of business with you guys yeah. when it comes to the gathering spot. You could talk a little yeah, bit about that. Yeah, we can. What so, um, you know, in, in last year, in 2022, the, the business was acquired by um, a fintech company here in Atlanta that was started by... Um, what, what is fintech? A financial technology okay. company. So you think of Cash App or, right, or okay. Venmo, okay. Zelle, all those stuff. Okay. It's fintech. Um, and, you know, so it's a, it's a black-founded and, and created fintech here in Atlanta right. that um, some of the members, there um, they had a relationship with the Gathering Spot beforehand, right. too. So... In com having conversation with them about you know creating tools and resources to service in the community, they um, came up with the idea of like you know let's let's take the partnership to an even deeper level and and you know have it become one business in a sense. So right. they they acquired the business last year. So now we're one company um, with them, and you know we have roles and responsibilities on the Greenwood side as well. But our primary, us, what well, I'm talking to is me and uh, Ryan. Right. Our primary role is still, you know, leading yeah, the gathering spot right. each right. day. And, um, you know, it's a, it's a blessing to do that's that. Dope. Right. And Greenwood Bank is, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, that's a, mm -hmm. uh, the first black-owned bank in America? No. Nah, so, okay. it's just, so, Greenwood, and then technically we're, we're not a bank. 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 So, it's just right. Greenwood. Yes. Right. Yeah, gotcha. so we like, we decided, like, like bank greenwood and different things yeah. and, and like for social media and marketing mm -hmm. but right technically in all the legal footnotes and you see stuff you see we're not a bank, not a bank. right um but it is it is it was, it's the biggest black fintech you know by by right. um reach and community right from from our accounting that that we found and it started um in 2021 2021 yeah and the civil rights leader uh and and legend um ambassador andrew young Oh, oh man, that's oh, big. Dope, I know. That's big time. Yeah, that's big. Ambassador you are, Young is a member of the Gathering Spot too. Oh yeah, man, that's yeah, dope. Yeah. So, Andrew Young. So wait, Andrew Young was a member of the Gathering Spot, mm -hmm. and then y'all partnered up. Yeah, that's so, the power of, of community, right? Of here. community. Oh, community. You yeah. get them a space to come and be a member, and in being a having a space and being a member, co connected a relationship for them to do business with you, mm -hmm. and that's what we want in the Black community. Now, exactly. the Blend Collective. Yes, sir. Like. First of all, 
the logo is dope. Yes, I love the name is dope. The no, I know. Like I know what blend mean for me. <laughs> I don't know if that's why you meant when yeah. I you. That's why you meant. That's what it was. <laughs> no, honestly, let me give you let me give you the true background. <laughs> so, um, it's literally my boy Jamal Samuel. Mm -hmm. Um, so we we went to like first grade and second grade mm -hmm. together at Saint Croix. Yeah, and then he's one of the people that I know. I live in Atlanta, mm -hmm. and he used to show me love and bring me wrong alley VIP people. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that live yeah, in Atlanta. That's yeah. how I get connected to yeah, Atlanta. So man, it was still probably doing like mm -hmm. yeah, 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 with, with so, Rock City Todd and, Todd and, and stuff. And so yeah, I think it was like 2018. Right. Todd had a music video. Yeah, and Renzi was shooting it too. Yeah, and Pressure was there. Alleman was about and we end up doing they end up doing like a watch party for it or something later yeah. at jamal yard yeah and i remember being there and hearing these man talking about blend for like 20 minutes <laughs> and for man them who don't know what blend is is mm. is raw tobacco leaf yeah raw tobacco leaf people who consume cannabis yeah. to mix fronto it. fonta yeah. fonto grabber well, grabber yeah hot leaf hot leaf yeah, yeah. um and Watching these men talking about smoking out and how like it's so hard to get find good blend in a bab yeah. and, and, and like I had to drive 30 minutes to find blend and it's like <laughs> you know just hearing that in my mind I just like why does sound like a like a market opportunity yeah, right like, yeah so like I talked to Renzi and some of the other man in the family's like like who's like how come like a man don't just like ship blend around it's like you got a couple man that do it and different thing but like ain't like a big scale thing and I was like that's like that's like I feel like somebody should do that. That'd be like a unique thing that they could do. Like, you know, yeah. market that they like, they is the blend man for the States. And like, that's yeah. a, that could be like a real business probably. Brand it. And then, um, you know, man, they really do nothing with that. You know, it was just idea I talked yeah. with that man about. And then the pandemic come. Mm -hmm. And, you know, before that, I used to be in TGS, the gathering spot, like, like yeah. doing 20 hours a day, every yeah. day, for yeah. years, yeah. regularly. And, um, you know, there's, there's balance to be had in stuff, you know, like, you know, people that talk about, you know, um, you know, seeking different things, but like this was my thing. Like right. I like so me and trying to glorify like, you know, not sleeping a lot. I just right. tell you like what well, man. No, trust me, uh, we, yeah. we, a lot so, of us like that, man. Yeah. We, yeah. When so, you like, want it and you really mm -hmm. love it, like yeah. that's what you gotta do. Keep yeah. You yeah. So um, you know, don't torture yourself, but like yeah. you know if you're giving everything you could give. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I was doing. So I didn't but a pandemic come and then it's like we like we have you know, after five o'clock, ain't really got nothing to do no more. Yeah. You know, you guys there in your house. And then um, I end up moving to D.C. And in conversation with some other VI man, I just saw my cousin, them Jason and Leroy and stuff. Um, and my, my cousin Fly, especially Fly. Fly is who I link it up to start. Mm -hmm. And I end up moving to D.C. and living next door to my cousin Jason mm -hmm. from St. Croix too. And, and... I went over by that man and his partner come over with some blend. I was like, yo, I just I had this idea from way back about um a man should do this and like his partner is a blend man. I was like, okay, this is like this yeah. idea I feel like you should run with. Yeah. And um the man the man I take it and there, I like it. And I was like, I could help. I was like, yo, I didn't do the garden spot. That's my thing, that's my main thing. I can't pretend like I could I could take lead the charge on the yeah. next thing, but I could help like like link people to Together, different stuff right, and whatever right. network and yeah. so um i love the vi bad and mm -hmm. i love our culture and i love the my favorite part about social media is that you could you could find out about our type of stuff that you wouldn't know about and then because i've been living in a bab since 2008 
I don't like I'd be homesick, but so I don't and I and Instagram and Facebook yeah, yeah. at the time looking at stuff, trying to stay up to what's going on. So um Tafa, Natafa Romaine. Um, God rest yeah, his soul. God rest his soul, man. Yeah, yeah, he, uh, he uh, featured me on his program for Ajanan's ambassador. Yeah. And uh, so from that, I watch every I watch all the other episodes he do too. From even before I was on it. Yeah. And this girl from St. Croix. Um, Kiki, Kian Corliss, mm -hmm. from the creator of Cast Swim. Mm -hmm. You know, I had seen the article from years ago about how uh, a Crucian girl, woman, had had her swimsuit featured in Sports Illustrated yeah. because the girl, and talk about Unity, the woman from Rack, um, who ended up marrying uh, Derek Jeter. Yeah. She, she um, I, I remember right, she had picked her kiki swimsuit to to be in the um the sports yeah, illustrated yeah. joint yeah and then she get picked up her next time too so like i know her story and i just reach out to her. i was like i i know you're a designer i like working with these men that like try and come up with this thing and it's all around like um you know creating a a lifestyle brand that's rooted in virgin islands culture right because that's what ultimately we come to is just like Blend is how VI people are talk about mm. tobacco. Right. And it's like a very Virgin Islands thing. At least from my my yeah, my yeah, life yeah. experiences. Right. I don't really yeah. know anybody else that are call it blend right. besides they, VI. They, they will they will call it blend, but we own that. Yes. Like, this we is our thing. Blend because we, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But that's our thing. Yeah. If you hear a man say blend nine times out of ten, you come from the small island specifically mm -hmm. too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Antigua people they say blend, but Boom. VI kinda really like push it out there. Yeah. So um you know, I hit her about that. I was like, yo, actually, I literally was like, yo, do you, like, make logos or anything? Because like, we were friendly before, just, like, you know, supporting each other, saying publicity. And she was like, yo, like, I, I don't logo, I don't make logos, but, like, if you have, like, a wicked, like, project or, like, a concept that, like, I believe in as well, like, I could help give you, like, a design suite or something. She has said some, like, term that, like, mm. I wasn't even too familiar with, but I was yeah. like, yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> so that, that, yeah, that's it. So this is, this is what a man them trying to do. Like, yeah, we didn't want just a logo. It's just like, whatever, whatever you willing to do, because I know you busy with stuff, whatever the full scope of whatever you could offer, we'd like to engage. Right. And then, um, so she created the logo. Uh, every, every physical product you see is based off of her designs. Dope, yeah, that's dope. Dope, dope. And you know, there's a, there's a running narrative home where people like to believe that vote in islands, people don't work with each other. And, mm -hmm. I, I know that to be different. Mm -hmm. So when I hear people saying it, I'm like, man, you just ain't guy. Mm -hmm. You probably afraid to ask. Mm -hmm. You're you you afraid to ask or you have an entitled mindset where just because yeah. you from a place, somebody should do something. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And then also, anytime people say stuff like that, when they're talking about their own community, doing something more than other people, I just be like, do you think that's accurate or you just have more experience with, with your own group of people? So mm -hmm. of course, you've heard more you've had more negative experiences with people who look like you who live by you because how could you have a bad experience yeah. with somebody who live a hundred miles exactly. away from you exactly. so exactly. you you making up guesses on what people in other cultures and other but you know what will be going on yeah, in your thing because right. you're interacting with people exactly. so yeah i probably i probably had more times where i tried to work with somebody who's black or front of us where it didn't work out mm -hmm. or not said more but had several times That's where it's right. like that's what happened in business. What, what that is just, yeah, that's that, what happened yeah. in general. In when business, I work with people. period. It yeah. don't have nothing to do with the Virgin Islands yeah, people. Exactly. Somebody are going to be involved or they ain't going to be involved. Exactly. But yeah. that shouldn't detour you from pitching it mm -hmm. or asking or, hey, put me in a position. Yeah. Or just ask. Because like, I don't, I experience this from just like a global black perspective with Gathering Spark. Where it's like, we're a black business. Mm -hmm. And then I don't hear stuff out of time from people like, 
you know, black, if black businesses did this and that. And it's like, they're like, so you never had a bad customer service experience at a non-black business exactly. before. Exactly. That money never lose your order. Exactly. Because like Amazon lose my order before, and right. Amazon is the biggest company in the world. Exactly. And that's not a black business. Yeah. Right. Right. Like I, I don't. And you ain't boycotting them. Yeah. Exactly. You, like, you going back again to buy more no, stuff from Amazon because because of internalized racism, we the we the large stuff over each other. Where like a man will buy something from you, or get you a service, and it, because it wasn't a hundred per exactly a hundred percent what he wanted to be. Like. And this why I don't deal with that with him mm -hmm. type of business. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's like just uh, yeah. That, okay, you was, you was and at the time I tell you, if you feel like you doing me a favor for doing this work. Yeah. For me hiring you, then it's safe, you know. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. like, it's mutual. That's the whole essence of the business. Exactly. Like, right. I I think your service or product is good, yeah. and I would like to exchange it. If it ain't working, I'd be like, and that's why I don't buy nothing from man who the way blue shirt. Exactly. Man who the way blue shirt, you can't trust them. Exactly. And the man product the fall apart. Man shot blue. Oh, you don't wear blue shirt. Oh, fuck you. I just saying. You get what referencing his point, okay? Yeah. yeah. Nothing yeah. against people in blue shirt. Mm -hmm. yeah, blue look good at me, mother. <laughs> I mean, but just don't do business with them. <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's that's mm -hmm. so crazy. That's so dope, right? That you pretty much started, helped mm -hmm. co-found a multi-million dollar establishment. And now you got to the place where you like, listen, I want to invest in my home. Yeah, man. That was a big driver. I want to put driver. my people on. Mm -hmm. I want to be back there, but I can't just be back there with no money. So mm -hmm. I have to create something that gonna create income for me so I could be there. So my people could be employed. So they could have some some of this food too. So mm -hmm. we all could could succeed and have, the, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Live that life of our board, right? You know, yeah. say that all the time. Yeah. You check? It's about creating a creating an infrastructure and a, and a mechanism for, for doing the thing. So to keep the story going, like unfortunately, because like I, I always keep tabs, that'd be like, that's my that's my thing at a time. Be like, know what's interesting and, and creative. So like when it came time, since that man from who like Jason that man who the who started TBC that man was like yo like who you think we should do? I was like actually I know like I see this girl went viral for this like marketing campaign she did I've read about this other girl so it's like um and it's like one of my favorite things about it is the Virgin is at a certain like a matriarchal society mm -hmm. where it's like the our our history and even how our society is set now is is a wrong the VI women, the Kujan women, the same mm. famous women. And, you know, when you see TBC, it's like a Kujan woman design all the physical mm. stuff, all the initial marketing and look and feel the creative director for TBC is is um, Whitney, who's from who's from St. Croix too. A lot of the professional pictures you've ever seen is from um, um, Sharamar Cruz, who's from St. Croix too. Right. Then... Um, you know, with a work with Jalani Kendall, mm. who's from who's from Saint Thomas, who right. do create who do create um, music and and you know work with us a lot. And then we get girls I went to high school with Tanya and Kendall, yeah. who yeah. deal with the operations and executions of experiences. And um, it's so crazy you see matriarchal. I had post a picture of my grandmother or that they went on home, mm -hmm. and my caption was basically saying, you know, what I mean, like I've I've made something of myself, right? I, mm -hmm. I kind of known in the Virgin Islands, pressure is known. Yep. But I wanted the people them to know that our legacy was built on the backs mm -hmm. of a queen. Yep. You know what I mean? So when you say me, when you say that, it resonates with me mm -hmm. because speaking to Sony, Sony could tell you when I was acting a fool, and you know what I mean. This is who I lean in, and right. the woman them in our family is the people them that we that lean on the most, 100%. help carry us or, or soften some mm -hmm. blows or stand on their shoulders to be red man, mm -hmm. to be pressure, to be Kyle. 
I could tell you his mother, my mother, you know what I mean? So I, I, I'm glad that you were able to like spin that into that. Here on the Caribbean, on the Caribbean Currency Podcast, we like to ask our guests. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, my form of currency is relationship. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know he's a, a, a financial um, person, went to school for finances. What What is your form of currency? When you, when you hear currency, mm-hmm. what form does it take for you? Is it money? Yeah. Is it love? Is it time? Mm-hmm. Is it relationships? You know what I mean? Like, what's the most important? What's the most, most important form of currency? Form of currency? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, I would say time, man. I would time. say time. Because time yeah. is the most finite resource, and we don't. None of us know exactly how much we get. Yeah. Right. So That's... when you're spending it, it's like, was this? Did you never know when that going to be the last moment of anything? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I gotta read that thing the other day. Where it was like. Treat every second like it's, pre- it's precious because you never get a second second. Wow. That's, yeah, that's dope. Never get a second second. Never get a second second. Yeah. That he said a dope. second second. I said second second. Like saying what he said. <laughs> oh, he. Son. I thought he said I said <laughs> yeah. no, I had to say it over for him. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> but there no. you have it, man. Um, bro, it's an honor having you again. You know what I mean? I reach out, shot mm-hmm. notice. He said, yeah. He yes, said, I pull up. And you you forever have our gratitude. Yeah, all the time. Love alone. We could talk about one more thing. Yeah, of course. Man. Yeah, man. I, Tell just, us. I think it's um, Sony, we could talk about one more thing. You gotta ask the boss. You're check. So you asking he short ladies with a black face. Yeah, yeah, I have a few more minutes. Okay. No, so I think as 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 people as people with a platform in the Virgin Islands, I think it's important. To you know, announce what I think is a clarion call of what's going on. Like our culture is in the balance right now for right. the next mm. decade. I think the moves we make now determine the future of organization for right. many generations to come Facts. because of the, the structural shifts that are occurring. If you look online now, f- since the hurricanes in 2017, and then accelerated by the pandemic and the global economic shifts, like and just natural aging. You've seen properties and land change hands in the Virgin Islands like never before. Right. And if you own a part or gain some of these assets now, you could not get it for generations because they're going to pass on to somebody and they're going to hold it for 30 years until yeah. it's time for them to pass it on. Mm-hmm. So um, you have, I think we have to be present in what's going on in Virgin Islands. Not necessarily you physically got to move it, but if you can, you should. Yeah. And you should figure out how to get we all need to figure out how to get involved in what's happening because our bought right, our our culture, our islands is in the balance. It's eight billion dollars that the government is going to spend in recovery dollars alone. Mm-hmm. Our GDP is four billion dollars. We're going to spend twice our GDP in just infrastructure projects. Right. And these monies is how is how wealth is really created. Yeah. Right. And then the trajectory of how those things is going. And if I think we have to have these conversations and be talking about what are we doing to put ourselves in a position. You know, the government has done a good job of we get more cruise ships now once seeing Croy now than yeah. in, in many, many years. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, what are we doing to make sure that the native Virginia is benefiting from this rise? Because mm-hmm. what can happen is that we end up being like other places where it's just foreign investors and major corporations are reaping all the benefits mm-hmm. right. while we are locked into low wage earning systems. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, two things just hit me 
when you say that, one, one of the appeal about doing a podcast with Kyle is mm -hmm. because it's educational. I don't deal with so much entertainment and everybody who want to be in the club and look mm -hmm. good and post pictures, doing it with Kyle, being able to talk about finances, mm -hmm. talk about the things you just talk about, mm -hmm. being aware about where the culture going was important. The next thing that hit me is listening to you talk with that type of passion that remind me of Seagull. You know what I mean? I, I remember showing Pressure. Um, it's a beautiful little clip mm -hmm. that shop on Facebook. He like walk up to the camera, say something, and he say, if you want to learn, come and check me. And then he walk off. I don't know if you remember that clip. But it was so mystic and powerful. I saved it in my phone someplace. Yeah, I sent it. it to I go and send it to you. Yeah, right. My phone crashed. I, I sent it to um, June. So I go and forward it to oh. you for sure, right? But to, to see a, 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 a young entrepreneur black entrepreneur from home speak so passionate about our future can you go sit down here early and talk about your success mm -hmm. can he make it right and that's the least for you in this whole okay, entire interview that's the least he you had to let me know look there's a shift going on and we need to be paying yeah, attention yeah, yeah, to yeah, it and be engaged and be involved the reason i got into this let me tell her something right mm -hmm. one day i, I decided I, I have a credit repair company mm -hmm. and i teach financial literacy so I went in a space where my credit wasn't the best. Yep. I applied for a house, I got denied, and when I apply again, I got approved but with a crazy interest rate. Right. And I couldn't afford it. So I'm like, how the heck do I get this interest rate down mm -hmm. so that I could afford this house that I really want? Right. Mm -hmm. Then I figure it out. So I'm fixing my credit, so I'm messing around with stuff. Da 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 da. Boom. Credit got good, got approved for the house. Boom, I, I'm a homeowner now. I building mm -hmm. wealth just right. sitting down, right? Tell a couple of my partner them, hey, what your credit score looking like? Uh, five something. Let me fix it. He could tell you. I took you from the five and change to the seven hundreds. Right. He could tell you. And it got to the place where he started telling his partner, my cousin tell all other cousin, and it take off that way. And I fixing everybody credit. And then it get to a place where like I tell him my, my family and friends at the time, we ain't doing the same thing that we do that guys in the place of bad credit. We need to understand how you don't get back to this place. Right. So therefore, you could take advantage of these opportunities yeah. that's coming, that's presenting itself. So you don't be in a space where you're like, I can't afford this house. Yes, you can. Mm -hmm. You have a job that you've been working for longer than two years. Right. You pretty much have the income per check. It's just a credit, right? Mm -hmm. Right. So in doing so, I start to teach financial literacy a yeah. lot more. And what I is what you just say resonate with me so much because that's my message. Guys, we losing the place that we call home. Yeah. If we don't do nothing about it, it's not going to be our yeah. home no more. Yeah. Okay? It's going to be a place where we don't own nothing yeah. and these people that own it charging us to live there and that's our home. Yeah. Right. How, how do we make, how do we fix that? Island cruise ship coming in in West North, which is a beautiful thing, you know. Mm -hmm. I love to see it, you know. But Dongtong West is a ghost town. Yeah. Who's going to buy that property? Mm -hmm. Us or people from the outside? Yeah. So if we have the financial literacy or the, the, the mm -hmm. economic power mm -hmm. or the, just the knowledge to go in and say, I'm going to buy this shop. I'm going to buy this piece of property and point downtown in West. So mm -hmm. now that they, they, the government do their job, mm -hmm. they're making people come. The government has done part of it. Part job. of their job. I'm going to push here mm. where I said, I think I, there is a, a segment of us mm. that need the financial literacy to, to them sense and to understand the opportunity. Right. But then there's also a significant class of us mm -hmm. that have the understanding, have good credit and stuff, the but they still can't get an approval for the financing mm -hmm. because of, of you know, discrimination sure. or, just right. the, or just those pools are capitally yeah. in debt. Yeah. Yeah. So we need to be pushing 
Okay, we get phase one. We get more activity coming. Mm -hmm. Now phase two is how do we get the government to create uh, a, a product or some type of, of program mm -hmm. not to train me on how, like I, I know how numbers work. I know mm -hmm. I need to be making more money than I spend it. Yes. Right. But what I need is a loan mm -hmm. for $3 million to go fix up the thing. That's exactly. the reason, it, like, again, I know multiple men. Yeah. All three of we right now have ideas for businesses we do yeah. on, on, on our right. respective yeah. islands right, right. now. Facts. The right. problem is, like, I got to allocate my capital wisely. Yeah. Whereas if there was a government backstop to say, hey, we'll guarantee this loan. You you pull 10% down, we'll give you 100000 We'll give you whatever so you could you could do this. Mm-hmm. And I'm back us. And there ain't, ain't some new program. There ain't yeah, a no, new there creation. Nothing, that's things that happen yeah. in, yeah. in other places. Yeah. places that in places that ain't happening for us. And then for understanding, because some people be like, that ain't a government job. That is literally the government's job. Right. And like also understanding that the government is not some second entity. The government represents us. The government works for us. Right. So mm -hmm. their job is to do whatever we want them to do. Hey. Right. But the problem is, we are we are not trained to be civically engaged in a way, mm -hmm. and then we like growing up here and stuff like it's politics. I don't get involved with this mm -hmm. and that. The money getting spent either way, Wait, father. Exactly. Right. And whether or not you want to engage, the laws that they enact and enforce govern you. how we are able to move forward. Exactly. Right. So right now there's something like the last time I checked the numbers, it was like um fifty something thousand people registered to vote in the Virgin Islands. Crazy. And then only like. 18,000 of them voted or yeah, 20,000 voted. No, no. Whereas like, if you, if you had a, if you had a look jam size amount of people vote in one direction for anybody, they would then become be governor. the governor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is sad. But, it's, uh, but it is, it is sad, but it's an opportunity. It is an it's opportunity. How I look at it. Because the reason, this stuff ain't an accident. They don't, you can't, you can't be politically engaged when you live in poverty yeah. because you are too obsessed with surviving. Mm -hmm. And I lived like that for a long time too as well, mm -hmm. where it's just like, I'm just trying to make it to yeah. tomorrow, Father. So no, I don't know what the legislation are talking about. Yeah. So I, I, I agree with you from the extent of being in poverty and it's hard to be engaged mm -hmm. with politics. But these people are in poverty and are engaged with other things that don't have nothing to do with politics that is for their self-enjoyment. Mm -hmm. I feel like sometimes at home, some of us and some of us with the loudest mm -hmm. voices are more worried about it. We're selfish in ourselves. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I got to live this life. Mm -hmm. And why are you living that life and having fun? You're neglecting things that are going to help the other generation feel comfortable here in the Virgin Islands because you are just living your life. So only 18% of that 50,000 people, that's 18% of 50,000 people voting about your future. Schools, the hurricane hit in 2017. Mm -hmm. Schools still ain't being rebuilt. Mm -hmm. So who's satisfied with that? So the government does work for us, but we're not forcing them to right. work. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And I, I feel like that's one of our biggest problem is kicking knowledge. I used to tell Kyle all this all the time. When I first come on Facebook, I used to kick knowledge and mm -hmm. nobody listening to me. Right. But now I start talking stupidness, I blow up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What I tell you about the culture. Mm -hmm. So I got to talk stupidness and then come back and slip some knowledge in. That's mm -hmm. my technique. That's, that's Let, human nature though, because think I mean? about what's the number one movies. It, right. don't, it, don't, it don't be about learning astrophysics. It right. don't be about superheroes. Yeah. Right. That's human nature. Right. So we, we got to work in the confines of what we have. Right. So if is 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 on people who think like we that we can change the thing to it's like right. if I could figure out how to get an extra thousand man to vote, 
-hmm. we dying things. We have a grassroots movement. Yeah. And I, I just optimistic like that, where I'm like, right. if they couldn't break us, when they bring us over in in in, right. in slave ships and chains mm -hmm. and and then going through the most brutal form of the human condition, which is slavery, chattel slavery. Right. Then I mean, a tax situation now or the things we're dealing with now. I think I think we we have the metal it takes to to shift it in the way that it needs to be done. Definitely, definitely. Agreed. Agreed. It's Agreed. our time. It's our time. And um, what you say, it hit home because that's our home. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's what we from. That's what we know. We we care about what happened Facts. for the next couple of generations. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be in a space where, like, what happened in South South Africa. I don't know if you're familiar, but mm -hmm. like South Africa, I don't even belong to the South Africans. Right. I don't want that for mm -hmm. our home. Right. And that's why we hear screaming. You know I mean, we we gonna bring entertainers on this plat and on this right. platform. We gonna we gonna bring musicians on this platform. But man, like you, important. Yeah. So it's these kids and everybody else, mm -hmm. adults, could hear what it is you saying. Right. And just and and couple it with what it is I saying and what it is he saying. Mm -hmm. Right. And then we could really get a grassroots movement yeah, going, so we could hold our government officials accountable, mm -hmm. and we could decide like, listen, we ain't sitting down and accepting whatever these people give right. us no more. We are gonna do something about it. Hundred percent. Right. Right. I really, really, really thankful. Sony, how how we looking? Uh, Sony, yes. Yeah, oh, the smallest person is the biggest person. Uh -huh. You know what I mean, man? But I appreciate you coming on the podcast, man. Like I tell you already, big fan of yours. Likewise, man. I know who you was before I knew you were about the gathering spot. When I find out that you were, you know, co-founder the gathering spot, it just take off even more. Like, man, I, okay, it had to be a reason why. I gravitate to the character and improve it, you know what I mean? And I just appreciate you coming on and kicking that knowledge and having that passion for home, for black people, young entrepreneurs, black businesses, creating a space in, to me, arguably the fastest growing city in America, which is Atlanta, creating a gathering spot, well-known place for anybody to go and be a member, black people could go be a member of. Man, I really appreciate you for the culture and for yeah, us as a, you know what I mean? You're, a, you're an icon already. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Heavy words, heavy words. I give thanks, man. I mean, I, I, I just got to give credit. I is a, I is a distillation of, of my upbringing and the, and the people around me. Um, one, one time talking to my cousin, he said, you think you is you? You mm. is just, the, you is just the, the combination of all of our ancestors mm. in this farm right now. Yes, sir. He was like, the way you moving is how your grandfather used to move. Right. You won't even know that. Yeah. Right. And is and the the precepts and concepts that we have from those around us. So, um, I give thanks to the Virgin Islands community. I feel like I am indebted to them, um, because I am who I am because of the upbringing that I had, because of the life on Saint Croix and my grandmother and the family around. And I believe that if you love something, you just sustain it and keep it going. Right. And I want to make sure that I'm doing my part to contribute to it. I have I have my own personal goals and stuff. I won't lie to you and say that I don't have um aspirations or certain things. I, I I do want to be someone who is who is known as a contributing positively to Virgin Islands history. Right. In in a sense. Um had had I just want to be proud of myself. Yes, of right. the of the of the work that the work that I think is important because yeah. it's only me who could really measure my own yeah. my own performance yeah, right definitely. and um you know as as long as i feel like we pouring in positively mm -hmm. something something positive should shake out definitely. yeah man definitely we're gonna make something shake mm -hmm. amazing episode like 
This was just amazing. I didn't get much to say about this. Give thanks, Kyle. Give thanks, Red Man. Yes, I Appreciate that. I'm not creating this platform, man. I think that's the gift of this technology now that yeah, we can man. create niche things. Because before mm. it'd be like, ah, if we're going to do an island thing, we should probably do like one of the bigger islands or something right. like that. Yeah. But now I'm on tech in charge and ain't waiting for nobody to, to give Vaya no permission. Right. And, and staying active. Definitely. And, and, mm. and staying rooted to home, I think, is a conscious decision that we'd all make. Everybody yeah. to make. Because mm -hmm. once you move away from some place, it's easy. But you exactly. you yeah. decide you to invest your own time and dollars into mm -hmm. creating experiences and and opportunity and commerce. Mm -hmm. The ultimate thing is to resource one another. Because yes. when then because once you are resourced, then you are able to make decisions for yourself. That's right. So if by us doing business together, now each of us have the time and resource to decide, I want to invest in this. So mm -hmm. go on vacation there, do that. Because mm -hmm. so, once you have enough resource. To me, the ultimate thing is to be able to control your time. Like yes, you said, right. currency. That's the right. most important currency. Well, it was a very interesting episode on the Caribbean Currency Podcast. Redman was sitting in between two crucians for the first and last time. Shout out my crucians. I'm a rock man. For the first and last time in Caribbean yeah. Currency Podcast. So when you do not sit me in the middle again, all right, bless. Cut that part. Love alone. <laughs> yeah, love alone. <laughs>